Hi, this is Ellie Irons. I'm Nature Lab's community science educator and lab manager. I also do a lot of work with Colored City Growers, and I'm here with Azare Kiahe, who has been a super important force in the development of Colored City over the past decade. Is that right? Wow. Yeah, almost a decade. <laughs> I would say probably more like nine seasons. But... Nice. Okay. So I'm sure many of our listeners know who you are, but maybe for those who don't, you could give us a little intro. Yeah. Um, hi, everyone. My name's Azare. I am a Lansingburg resident and mother creative garden nerd. I uh, have been doing work at the sanctuary um, in their gardens, as I said, for nine years, helping tend the soils here and put plants in the ground and just be a, a caring presence on this sanctuary block. Awesome, thanks so much for sitting down with me today. Um, we're actually sitting here together in the second floor of the Nature Lab building in our very brand new People's Health Sanctuary. Spaces designed to host a mutual aid health initiative that will help grow a network of communal health practice here in the capital region. We had our first open house back in December, which was lots of fun. And now we're here prepping for our next open house, which is gonna be a seed swap that will take place on Saturday, February 11th. It'll be from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And we'll talk a bit more about what folks can expect at that event shortly. But before that, um, maybe we can talk a little bit about what the function of a seed swap is in general why people might want to save and share seeds on this like local or bioregional level. Yeah, um, well, for me personally, I get really excited about paying attention to plants that are crossing, especially like in my own garden, especially with the climate change and all of that fun stuff. I feel like I'm very non-scientific with the way that I save seeds, but essentially what I do as a gardener is I let everything do its own thing. I let plants flower and go to seed, with, which is often frowned upon by many other master gardeners and such. Um, so it's, it's not a, a conventional way of doing things. Um, as an indigenous person uh, living in an urban area, paying attention to plants and the way that they proliferate helps me feel grounded in my place. So for me, I get jazzed about saving seeds because I essentially feel like I am collecting and preserving like a lineage of growth with the plants that I'm interacting with and noticing like collard plants in our garden that survive the winter. And when they survive the winter, that means that they're going to seed. And as a grower, I'm able to take a guess that this is a strong plant that will survive. Um, and so I get to take those seeds and save them and share them with my neighbors and say like, hey, this is an amazing collar plant that will survive the winter. That's so exciting to me to think that we can like share that, that power and abundance like through this, ooh, the seed. Yep. We've got a whole pile of seed packets in front of us that we're looking forward to mm -hmm. sharing with you all. And I think I come to this from a similar place, you know, I'm 
grew up buying these paper seed packets at the store if I was going to do gardening and was so fascinated to learn that as plants adapt to the place they're in, they might be a little bit different than the seed that you get from a big corporation. And so it's so exciting to grow something in your garden, see it do well, and, and save the seed and share it. So that's part of what we're, we're looking forward to being able to do at our seed swap in a couple weeks, or I guess I should say on February 11th. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we've got some seeds here in front of us, as you've been hearing from the um, background sounds, that we're going to end up offering at the seed swap. And thought maybe, Azrae, you could describe um, some of what we're looking at, like where these seeds came from, a little bit about their story. The exciting thing about the seeds, a lot of the seeds that I plan on bringing are staple food crops. So like uh, flint corn and dry beans and brassicas, so like collards and kale, those things that are very... Um, easy to grow and also great storage food crops. Uh, so this corn that we have here, I did buy out of a seed catalog <laughs> once upon a time. Um, it's called, I don't know if I'm saying it right, so please forgive me folks, but Sesapsing Oklahoma Delaware Blue Flint Corn. It's also referred to as Lenape Blue Corn. Um, and we have Nix metalize this to make tortillas and other like corn based foods. So it's a very exciting corn. And for some reason, it's, it's a beautiful black corn. Um, since you can't see it, this is radio. Um, and in growing other types of corn, we've had really a hard time keeping the pests away. Mm. And something about this corn, I don't know, it just grows and it doesn't get eaten by critters. So we just keep planting it because it's successful and it's very useful. We have tons of it in our freezer and I plan on sharing it with in the edible version at the swap. Uh, we also have some dry beans and once again, bought them out of, maybe, you know what? I bought these from Honest Weight Food Co-op. <laughs> But probably not last year, right? I no, mean, this no, is seasons no, ago, no, which is what's no. so exciting. I probably bought yeah. them like seven years ago. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I get really excited about these beans is because they plant themselves in our garden every year. And so I have beans going off in my garden without planting them. So a lot of the plants that I do grow, like they're self-planting at this point. And um, my job as a person growing the plants is just to like decide whether or not they get to stay or go. I wonder, you know, the fact that we're doing this in people's health sanctuary, if you want to talk or dream about any of the connections between seed saving and mutual aid community health, like Ooh. anything spring to mind for you? Yeah, I mean, I just feel like the our, our power to save these seeds and share them with our community as a food source is one very obvious thing. And I, I don't know, I just see like seeds as a very, uh, it's just so nice to like connect over the stories around seeds and the food that comes from them and the people who have allowed us to have this food. I think like using seeds as a point of connection and building relationship and trust like that's I don't know when I imagine people's health sanctuary which we we're just talking about like what yeah. is people's health sanctuary 
I just, it's a, it's a vision of us all coming together and connecting and sharing over whatever medium it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, I love seeds because they're plants and they're food. And it keeps me connected to the land, which is supporting all of us. Uh, and I think that's a very important thing that we all need to remember so that we can support each other and stay healthy together collectively. That's that's what comes up for me. Beautiful. Hopefully that makes sense. I, it, yeah, it, it <laughs> totally does. And I think part of what I love about this location for People's Health Sanctuary in particular on the second floor of Nature Lab and on the Sanctuary campus more broadly is that we have this land stewardship, plant-human relationship bubbling up in lots of places on the block. And so we get the opportunity to like really concretely connect. Like I almost think of like our these long relationships with plants that we can describe as domestication. They're actually like plant-human mutual aid and like us <laughs> figuring out ways to live together and benefit each other over long periods of time. So like reframing that relationship as one of <laughs> care and mutual aid that is like also central to the relationships we build in people's health sanctuary to keep ourselves, our communities healthy through communal practices. Yeah. Thanks so much, Azure, for um, sitting down and chatting with me about and over seeds. Um, folks can learn more about the seed swap happening on Saturday, February 11th from 11 to 1 at Nature Lab on the Sanctuary event page, mediasanctuary.org events.